Zerplings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. Always a pleasure to have her on the show. She is a comedian, a world traveler, economist, and the host and creator of the Villains of History podcast. She's got a mouthful of cookie. I am pleased to... Oh, no. I, sorry. It looked like you were still chewing. I was trying to buy some time. <laughs> yeah. Years of experience waiting tables. Uh, how is everything? Mouthful. Great. Okay. Thanks. Later. Uh, but hey, uh, you just heard her laughing. It's Kat Alvarado. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Love to do the show. Awesome. Wonderful to have you doing it. No, yeah, that just <laughs> sounds <me> weird. <laughs> so let's move on to our next panelist. Also, always a pleasure to have him with us. He is a comedian, a lover of guinea pigs, and an intermittent dog walker, David Rosie Rosenberg. Welcome. Now I have two dogs well one i'm looking after i don't walk them as much they kind of poop in my yard but then i pick up the poops right <laughs> so I, I pick up the poops so responsible dog owner yeah yeah i'm a responsible dog owner we keep the dog away from uh the the men basically he doesn't like men so uh <laughs> i do good things excellent well i i will update your resume here for future episodes but welcome thank you for for joining us today also as always it is a pleasure to say that we are joined by comedian scholar and the black voice of reason mr time and ship welcome sir Hello, welcome power to the people good to be here dave back again fourth of july it is indeed as time and mention i am dr david robinson i'm your vin scully for the impending apocalypse not to mention the current one fingers crossed and we do have a lot to talk about including america's 244th birthday we will be talking about that and so much more after a brief word from our sponsors at community spread it's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches... Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread, it's time for a second peek. Uh, speaking of second, thank you very much. And uh, thanks to uh, Kat Alvarado, who is with us today for doing some of the voice work there. And uh, Connor McIntyre, the other voice on there. Me 
too. But, you know, there you go. Uh, so I, I mentioned uh, that it is America's 244th birthday. I, I feel like this is, this is a thing. Uh, the last two weeks, first we had our 150th episode. And then last week was 151, so there were a lot of uh, Bacardi and Overproof references. So I feel like starting with numbers is is a good place to be. And in honor of America's 244th birthday, as of Thursday, close for the holidays, don't you know, the CDC counted 128,648 Americans dead from the coronavirus. So... Yeah, yay. Is that a yay? Well, I, I mean, you know, America first. We're number one. Uh, this is how we one. do it. And I, I think it's interesting timing-wise because we've talked, uh, I think, even with this current panel on previous episodes, we've talked about the problem of Trump campaign events becoming like super spread Petri dishes because then those people come out into the world where we live and they get their germs on our stuff and our people. And so no bueno. So the Tulsa Nazi rally was about two weeks ago and a couple prominent uh, attendees, former presidential candidate Herman Cain, formerly of Godfather's Pizza and 999, uh, he done come down with the COVID. And yep. this is also after tweeting, uh, no masks, we're fed up. Ar, ar, ar. I'm paraphrasing loosely. So <laughs> there, there is a little bit of, of just uh, uh, sweet karmic irony in there. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Also, also testing positive. And I, you know, so we'll do the big reveal and then I'll get into my analysis. But uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, former Fox News personality, uh, current significant other of Donald Trump Jr. Uh, she done come down with the COVID as well. And just a just a crying shame. Um, someone that close to the first family could possibly be suffering the ill effects of their bad advice. Uh, it, it just, it makes me so sad. So the little conspiracy mongering that I was about to get into before I, I told you who it was that had it is that all the reports that I read said that she was, she was diagnosed before going to the Mount Rushmore debacle with the president and family. She still went. Well, that's my question. Like I didn't, you know, I like we were talking before the show. I listened to snippets of of the the speech, uh, which, as most of Trump's speeches, sounded better in the original German. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I listened to snippets. I didn't watch any press coverage, so I don't know whether or not she went. It seems like on brand for her to go, regardless. Yeah, I mean it's not a big deal. It's just COVID. And I, I mean, uh, what from what I read yesterday, she was asymptomatic when she was diagnosed. So, mm -hmm. or at least that's what they're going to say. I mean, what are the odds that anybody in that administration or first family is going to admit that they have serious COVID? I don't think they would ever admit it unless they straight up died. Yeah. So yeah. of course they're going to be like, oh, it was asymptomatic. It's asymptomatic. Whatever. And so even for all then, she could make an appearance there. Even then, it'd be a, it'd be like a low level coffee boy. You know, one that is one thing that I read in the uh, Washington Post. Apparently, Tiffany Trump, the the extra credit daughter, 
was at, <laughs> at the, the debacle at Rushmore. So I'm guessing no mask. So maybe that is part of their plan. Like we, we got the COVID in the family. Let's kill Tiffany. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, a, a, a fortune split fewer ways is more for each person. So, um, yeah, and you know. I'm I'm guessing this similar allegations are discussed in in Mary Trump's forthcoming book. Which have you guys been following the legal battle over that? Because yeah, you know, a uh, little bit. Approached, she signed an NDA, but it was but she signed an NDA, but she says. It's bullshit because uh, so much of the finances were lies. Exactly. Yeah. Which yeah, that's what, yeah. I think is a brilliant move legally because, you know, you, you want to continue with this lawsuit and, and the cease and desist order. We're going to go into discovery. And Ooh. yep. So if the SDNY can't get his taxes, hey, maybe Simon and Schuster can. I, I don't understand oh. what, uh, uh, what, whatchamacallit, what, the Supreme Court is doing with those taxes. It's it. I thought that they. I mean, I guess they don't have deadlines. So like, I thought they all all those cases had to be decided by the end of June. I I don't know. I think with two of uh, Trump's plants on the court now, I think they are there to please their master, and they know what sells with him. And it's it's that reality show suspense end of the season cliffhanger kind of tease that they know he likes. I I thought last weekend that, that he and Pence canceled their trips because they knew they were coming out the, over the next weekend, but I maybe it was because the, of the uh, Russiagate breaking. Or Russiagate, what, what is this, Russiagate Part 7? <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's I you know uh, we we started with the ad for community spread I'm actually writing a new ad for paper towels uh, Russian bounty <laughs> <laughs> they don't soak up any of the mess just pretend it isn't there uh, so yeah just a, a little sneak peek of things to come on future episodes but yeah I think it's interesting seeing what's happening with the Supreme Court I I do wonder, and I'm sure there are lawyers, at least at the DNC, if not, you know, somewhere on Twitter, speculating about the legality of striking judges from the court because of a fraudulently placed president. I don't know. I mean, it's never. I, I doubt that's going to happen. I, I, I think we're I stuck with those yeah. guys. I think there may, you know, I don't think. There are necessarily, you know, legal ways to get them off the court. You know, I don't think there's a legal do-over. But considering, and I I don't know that much about Gorsuch, uh, except what I know of his record, I don't agree with. So there's that. But what I do know about Kavanaugh, besides, you know, his, his drinking problem, is that he had a bunch of debts that mysteriously got cleared up just before he got onto the court. And so I think, you know, being that we do live in a country where Compromat is seemingly the, the guiding principle of the White House, I think someone has some Compromat on Kavanaugh that will be raised to, you know, be a, hey, resign and this all stays quiet stay and you resign in disgrace after it all comes out there's a news story about he was a source 
he perjured himself some way into in in regards to Clinton's affair. Like he told the Post about Clinton's affair or one of Clinton's affairs like twenty years ago or fifteen years ago, and he claimed. And I guess during his uh, hearing, he claimed otherwise. And but the people at the Post who would be able to corroborate this won't. Uh, come forward in deference to you know keeping your sources private, and there's a there's a there's a debate about you know whether or not they should, you know which which mm. principle do they adhere higher to journalistic ethics or anti-Trumpism? So and thus far anti or journalistic ethics have won out. Well, I I I, I, I agree with Cat. I don't I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I, I think. Oh. We'll be able to if Biden wins. We'll be able to undo some of uh, some of what Trump did. But unless it comes out that Trump, unless Trump is like, yeah, I was put in here by Putin. I do his bidding. I don't think we'll get to the point where we can get rid of all the Supreme Court choices. Yeah, and that's never going to happen. But we're just going to have to wait until there's an opportunity to replace enough of them that you know it's not as <clears throat> it's not as Trumpified. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a huge mess to clean up anyway once he's gone. Although I've talked to many people at my job, they don't think Trump's going to lose. They say with all the stuff that's happening, there are people that don't, they do not believe he's going to lose, even though everything points that he's gone. I mean, even in, in a lot of swing out. states, the polls are showing that Biden is ahead. And in, in what was it? One of, the, one of the major Republican strongholds, I want to say it was Missouri, had Biden ahead by like two points. And our this whole how that absolutely shocking yeah having lived there i'm I'm not sure it's missouri (laughs) okay it's not missouri it was an m state it was a southern state maybe it was texas i don't know it was one of those hard red states but yeah i know they're they're worried about texas yeah and and i you know what's his name cargill cargill is his name hmm that guy carvel yeah carvel was saying he thinks there is a chance that Trump will step down even from it, which I think is ridiculous and that's over the top. But I mean, if, if there's people talking about Trump stepping down because he's afraid to lose, then I think the prospect of him losing is pretty real. It seems within the realm of sanity for sure. Yeah, but well, it, Donnie, it, uh, you know, uh, MSNBC, what's the guy, Donnie Deutsch? Yeah. Donnie Deutsch is going out on a limb. He says he, he does not believe Trump's going to finish. But <laughs> The time it comes around, they think Trump is out because Trump hates, like you said, Kat, he does not want to lose. He knows that everything, because by the time it gets around in September, they're looking close to 200,000 people dead. And they said, the more people keep dying, he's done. And he does not, he's not going to say, and plus he's got tons of other things coming at him. You know, a lot of these guys, a lot of people are going to go to jail. I mean, well, and especially the Russia stuff's going to come out. You know, I'm I I often shun conspiracy theories, but every once in a while, I like to try and you know throw a new one out there, see if I can get it into the zeitgeist. And one that you know it, the the whole thing of Trump trying to ban Scientology didn't really work out. That didn't spread as much as I wanted it to, and that was launched with the whole idea of get your enemies to fight each other and. <laughs> they, you know, it's like a Walter Hill film, but with less broken glass. Uh, but uh, I, I've been thinking, if you want to go the conspiracy theorist route, what if 
Putin has nothing to do with why Trump is is fumbling the the coronavirus response when actually it's a big real estate scam. The whole idea is to to kill off a bunch of Americans and send the market to shit so you can buy up all these dead people's houses <laughs> on the cheap. I mean it's ridiculous. As a I can appreciate. <laughs> well, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. But great. considering everything that Trump has done in reality, it doesn't seem that far off. I mean, because of what Trump does, I think that pushes it into marginally plausible. I, I, I don't. I mean. <laughs> I well, and that means that something well. because I know you you delve deep into the the QAnon crowd. Oh, there's there's like three now, and they're all women. Oh, uh, candidates who won primaries. Three women, three QAnon women uh, won oh. primaries. There's a lady in Florida. There's a Senate candidate in um, in, uh, in Colorado, Oregon, or Washington, and there's another lady who just won. That is, of course, uh, like, when when Republican women finally start, you know, blossoming. Women start blossoming within the Republican Party. They have to be absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> well, that was like years ago when they were like, well, if you're such a feminist, why don't you support Sarah Palin? It's like, well, I, they still have to be rational human beings. Yeah. I had, right. Back on another show that we used to do, I had a, a Fox Republican try and use the Sarah Palin thing. And it's like, yeah, not all women just the smart ones and and the ones with right. good ideas like just like having female chromosomes does not make you immune to to any well, it's also, criticism like, it's like uh, would you vote you know i'm not going to i'm not going to vote there's a it's a weird version of racism it's tokenism if you're going to vote for uh, a black candidate just because they're black, but you don't agree with any of their view. I'm not going to vote for Herman Cain or uh, or Alan Keyes or some other. Um, just like I'm not going to vote for Sarah Palin mm -hmm. just because she's a woman. It's that's just as condescending. Are there any other like QAnon folks who are already elected in positions? Because I'm curious, what happens when they get elected and then they're like, oh, all of QAnon <laughs> stuff is false? What, I don't know, Rand Paul. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's so many delusional people. There, there are no, there are none who have come out and been like, "Yeah, that's my jam." Um, and it's always a weird dance with with Trump. Like he, I remember a couple years ago, he took a picture with one of them, with one of the big guys, and I, I guess I for, I don't think any reporters asked him about it to the point that he's answered it, right? Like it would be, it would be, a, it would be too delicate of a dance for Trump. But even then, those people are so crazy. They'd be like, well, what he was really saying, right? Like, if he denied it, and if he, they were like, well, he couldn't come out and encourage us until it all, until the Great Awakening really occurs, or, you know, the clock strikes zero. It, yeah, it, it really is, like, so delicate. It's pretty much a cult. It, it's it is, it is. 100%, it's exactly like a cult, just like the people who, with the hale bop, Everything yeah. they interpret the is like people. actually a sign that their beliefs are true. See, that's yeah. all right. So the the Heaven's Gate people, you know, they all uh, what was it? Rice pudding with poison in it? Uh, but applesauce? I think it was uh -huh. applesauce. Uh, the ones with the with the Nikes and the purple shrouds, uh, whose logo uh -huh. looked yeah. like the Green Bay and Packers logo. Too. Yeah, there there was that. 
That's, you know, well, yeah. you, you figure, you know, once you, once you get people to cut their own nuts off, where do you go from there? Yeah. Uh, big comet and suicide, I guess. But it's, it's interesting because I know there's, there's a guy I've read about multiple times. I think he's, he's predicted the apocalypse 11 times and so far <laughs> oh for 11, as far as we know, but you wonder, like you, you look at the spin that he tries to put on and that his followers oh well you know yeah the mayan it's the mayan calendar they forgot to look at the backside like in raiders of the lost art you know or some bullshit like that (laughs) but you wonder like when all this goes to shit for them is is QAnon's new mantra gonna be no 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 failure was part of the plan this is just phase one well i mean i would assume I would assume that if Trump gets defeated, they'll be like, oh, they, uh, you know, he he was thwarted by the deep state. The deep state won again, but we'll win in the end. You know, something. Babe, they say he's not leaving. They, they don't believe. That I don't buy that. They say he's not leaving. I don't. There's going to be, he's, he's planning to do some type of, you know, some sabotage or something you know what that's a level of paranoia that i just don't yeah i don't think that's gonna happen i think our military has steps that they're supposed to take well not just our military the secret service because you know if did you ever see the movie swimming with sharks Mm -mm. um kevin spacey uh back before he was canceled frank wally but it's it's actually it's, it's a great movie but you know classic revenge tale of an assistant to like a, a big Hollywood player who finally, yeah, you know, movie. yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. But the point being is these secret service guys are sworn and bound to protect the president. Once he is no longer president and I'm sure, I am sure just from knowing what kind of person he is, you know there's got to be at least one agent on his Secret Service detail that's like, if I didn't take my fucking oath seriously, this guy, this fucking guy, oh. So you know they are waiting for, you know, whatever it is, you know, 1025 a.m. January 21st, where it's like, that second hand sweeps across the 12. I don't have to take your bullshit anymore, old man. And if he tries to stay, there are people there who are more dedicated to the constitution than to him. That will make sure that's not an issue. Hey, that's why Harriet Tubman carried a shotgun. All brothers <laughs> that tried to go back didn't make it. So, Hey, I think she had they, they, I think one there is going to be one guy that's going to you know just, just can't wait you know cuz they've all gotten sick I mean he's it's because and they get tested more than anyone Oh they yeah test them like crazy but you yeah, can't get yeah. a, a the, the regular american cannot get a test but right. these guys get tested all day long how are they getting how are they getting sick but they're constantly getting tested Oh so you're saying they're doing it on purpose so that like one of them can be like <laughs> <laughs> you you know how you know how conservatives like to to say that there are women who you know of course liberal women who use abortion as birth control and mm-hmm. 
I oh all the time. I had one yesterday. I had one the day before that. I had one the other Tuesday. Oh, love them! Wow, and I mean that's during a pandemic. Well done, cat. Well done. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's a Fourth of July without an abortion? Just to there you fireworks. Go. It's you know celebrate celebrate your rights. That's that's what it's all about. But I it, you know I, think, I like the hipster hipster abortions. That's where you use the coat hanger. It's, <laughs> The old fashioned wow. way is just but, but way the, better but than But the, the coat new hanger it's it's artisanal. And, uh, it's locally sourced. Got it right out of the closet. And it's <laughs> it's one of those coat hangers with the velvet uh to keep the clothes from slipping off because artisanal doesn't have to mean impractical. But it's I it seems to me like the, the Trump administration is using COVID tests the way they accuse liberal women of using abortions. It's like, yeah, hey, we don't need to wear masks. We don't need to, you know, socially distance. We're just, we're going to take another fucking test. What do you, you know, hey, give me an, I took three this morning before breakfast. What the fuck do you want? You I know? mean, someone was telling me though, that, that that's kind of ideally what we would do in order to live our lives more is we would take the test on a regular basis, like weekly or biweekly. Oh, and that way that if we all have to show cards. Hmm? Well, and I mean, <laughs> the, the paranoid right. I'm sorry to cut you off, Cat. Uh, is that the the the, par- the paranoid right wing will be like, and even the far left wing will be like, well, we're having to show cards, and you know that's their way of tracking us. Is we're we're all have to show cards to prove that we're uh, 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 COVID negative. Well, I think even even if there's no cards involved, if we're all getting tested regularly, then in theory, it's like an honor system. You test positive you go and you quarantine yourself and so you don't infect more people. However, we all know that doesn't happen. Just like that story about the guy, the trucker who went to a party, he had been quarantining and he assumed that everybody at the party would, no one would have shown up if they knew that they were positive for coronavirus. But of course, somebody did show up and that person said, well, I'm asymptomatic. So even though I'm positive, I can't spread it, which is false. (laughs) And so... This trucker got coronavirus. He posts to Facebook saying, hey, you know, take the quarantine seriously. I regret going to this party. I got coronavirus. Please pray for me. I'm not doing well. The next day, 7 p.m., he checks in at the hospital. 11 p.m., he dies. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Checks out, I think, would have been the better way to end the story. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just to, you know, get into the wording, but... No, that that sounds about right, you know, and one of the things, you know, Rosie, you were talking about the whole, you know, right wing conspiracy. Oh, they're tracking us through our IDs if we get tested. I think that's also one of the great ironies of Trump doing these these super spreader Nazi rallies, uh, which uh, is uh, they are playing at the Echo. Uh, They're scheduled for September right now. uh, Super spreader Nazi rally. Uh, Yeah, uh, they're, they're. Scheduled to play. We'll see what happens. But the fact that, you know, he's he's doing these, you know, the whole idea with having people register for for Tulsa was to get names and email addresses and phone numbers for the campaign's database. Oh yeah, I get I get a constant stream of text now. So you know that these these would be perfect for contact tracing, knowing that these these events are becoming <laughs> super spreader events. But right. because of QAnon, well, there's no way they would do that. But I think those of us who are living a more reality-based life and knowing 
how Trump operates, they they are going, I, I guarantee Brad Parscale has been trying to sell that database to the CDC. <laughs> and oh the CDC has been like, I, you know, we're, we don't buy, we're, we're government, we, we would appreciate if you, nope, nope, for sale. They're they're doing well, actually, like a, a Martin Shkreli. The company Blue Dot actually knows how to track. Um, I mean, they were tracking the coronavirus uh, went from Wuhan, and they did it by cell phone. And they also got the uh, date. The um, went to the airlines and got all of the, you know, the schedule, and they knew where where it was going. That's why they were standing. You know, and as a matter of fact, the What's his name uh, for uh, the governor of California? You know, he, uh, he actually hired them. Yeah, he hired them. So to, to, that's how we're able to keep up with what we're doing with, with California. And that's why I tell them they, they were able to tell the people to stay home. It's like, we know where you're going. We know you're out there. But they, you know, they still don't care. It's uh, behavior. Well, meanwhile, Facebook would never, you know, sell that kind of database like that. That's, you know, for the Russians. Yeah. Yeah. He's another jackass too. Well, he's, you you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like, when does it get to the point where, where Zuckerberg loses so many sponsors that Fox offers him a primetime slot because (laughs) they're, they're losing sponsors too. Well, if he quit, you know, he was promoting, he was letting all the hate groups just do whatever they want and, and spread lies. Like, you can't put that on there. They yeah. Said, well, who's dividing? They say, who's dividing the, the they said, you know, um, the Democrats are dividing America. They always say that. I say, no, man, you got these hate groups on here. Black Lives America, uh, Black Lives uh, is, is a Yeah, Black Lives Matter group. is a terrorist okay. group. They're not a hate group. Big difference. <laughs> I mean, I, I I get his point. I don't support it, but I get his point. It's like back in the in the '90s. <laughs> it was like back in the '90s when they were like, "Why don't you say more?" When people would ask Michael Jordan, "Why don't you say more stuff about race and stuff?" And he'd be like, "Well, Republican buy sneakers too." So yeah, Zuckerberg's a, Zuckerberg's a capitalist. Now it's just back yeah. right? As all the other yeah, well, that's, that backfired on Jordan because now he's you know back with the brothers. You know, I should have spoke out sooner. Yeah, your punk yeah. ass should. Yeah. You know. Now that you're not making a mint every day. Yeah. Everybody, oh, no, not us. We're all going to take a knee. It seems you simple know. enough that you would say that nobody deserves to be shot by the cops when unarmed and not posing a threat to anyone. It seems like that would be party agnostic. <laughs> This is this is strange to me. Well, yeah, but devil's in the details. It's not just anybody. It's black people. And so the Republicans, eh, they can afford not to care so much. You know, yeah. they, they well, make the distinction. And, wow, God, what was it? Uh, I'm, I think it was in Alabama. But uh, a commissioner on the Board of Elections complained about all the voter registration drives that were happening in black neighborhoods saying you know this yeah. is if if they're doing this you know what are what are people gonna do and it's like wait a minute what? like exactly it's you know it's the wording that uh, that may not have been her intent uh i think it was definitely a, an example as we've seen so many times especially recently of republicans saying the quiet part out loud 
that well you know there's there's blacks and there's people like ah yeah you know yesterday i was at the park and uh, and i had gone there for like a really peaceful time with my best friend so we could like read books together but separately which is very introvert thing to do i must admit I was like, you know, let's go hang out together and not talk to each other, though. <laughs> um, so we go to the park quietly, and then a group of African-American folks um, sits at the picnic table not too far from us. And then, of course, they are having a great time. They're talking. They haven't hung out in forever. They're being kind of loud. They're playing Rihanna. They're like, great. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I can't focus on my book. So you know what I did? I got my blanket and I went to a quieter place. <laughs> you didn't call the police? I didn't call the police. You didn't call the manager? I didn't go up to them <laughs> and complain. I didn't yell at them. I didn't freak out. I was just like, would you like to fold up our blanket and find a nice other shady spot under a tree further away? Okay. <laughs> it just baffles me that some people can excuse just such atrocious behavior that is so unnecessary and ridiculous. And it's just because, oh, it's black people. I'm like, oh, come on. Act like an adult. I I think people have forgot about the, um, the connection between, you know, the, the history and people all, I I had a friend of mine tell me, and he's a black dude. He said, Ty, I do, uh, talking about racial issues or blackness history or anything like that makes him uncomfortable. So he said, I don't want you talking about that to me around. I said, cool, I will not bother you. And but yet they were trying. He was trying to find out about, you know, certain things that affected black people. And I said, well, you'll be good to know that. I said, as of 1965, you were actually free. (laughs) 1965, you're actually declared a free man. He says. What and that really ticked him off then because when I said that and I said well yeah because you had the Civil Rights Act of '64, then voting yeah. actually of '65 because women white women were already allowed to vote in the 20s 1920, which and then it was for everybody as of you know '65, uh, you know and he's like so that's why I don't like talking to you man because you you and I said well see this is the type of stuff I'm saying <laughs> I love history and I think this is the reason why people don't know about a lot of things. They don't know what Juneteenth is. They don't know about a lot of things that went on in our country and how things got the way that they were, you know, and I, and I think it's, 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 you're screwed, you know, and that's why there's a whole, his, like there, there's a whole history, but how the police was created, why black people have problems with, with the police, how it was started and how it was created. But if it's not in your history books or people don't want to read, then no, you're never going to know about it. But yeah. There's a reason why that there's a problem with voting and black people and how people feel about that because they're afraid that they're going to lose something. You know, it's so it's, weird it, that anybody would be raised to think that other people aren't people. Like I don't get, I don't understand that that con. I just can't wrap my my mind around it. Right, it's just I mean, bizarre. I mean, did you read the article of the girl, uh, her last Randall Williams? She she's uh, uh, she put it in the New York Times. I am your confederacy. Right. Oh, no, I didn't read that one. You you want a confederate monument? My body is a confederate monument? Oh, that's good. Yes. Yes, she really lays it out, talking about, like you said, people thinking the way that they do. And it's, it's, you know, you you wrote 
you know, something and you said, but yet these particular people do not fit that. And, you know, it just goes on and on. You just come all the way through history and you'll see. And uh, the systemic, that's why they say it's systemic racism. And then people go, well, or they got unconscious bias. People go, well, I didn't, it didn't help me. It's like, like yeah, it did. You benefited yeah, from systemic racism, even though you didn't know. You just did, you know, because you never had to worry about the color of your skin. So. Did you hear earlier this week, Trump said uh, in, in one of his speeches, he told black people who want statues taken down, they need to, quote, learn from history and not erase an entire era. Otherwise, quote, you're going to go back to it sometime, which is this very clumsy way of saying you're doomed to repeat history. And it's like, right. bro, only if you re-legalize slavery like that is right. you <laughs> what yeah it's yeah. really more of an indirect threat <laughs> someone made the point which is the reason why the daughters of the confederacy go ahead sir uh, it's okay someone made i just saw online today that someone was like we people tore down the berlin wall and we still remember about communism right <laughs> you don't need to keep up statues and monuments that of, of oppression that's not necessary i even called in dr gorka about this yeah. Well, you know, they lost. I mean, my thing is, why are losers putting up statues? You lost. You didn't you lost a treason. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're a traitor, as well as you wanted to keep something to stay the same. You wanted people to stay enslaved. How sick are you? And you know, half of you were raping the women back, raping the 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 black women back then anyway. So you were traumatizing people. All of them have PTSD from the way they were treated and abused. But yet you wanted to keep this. And you built those statues in, during Jim Crow, mm -hmm. which was brutal. Oh, my God. All the statues were going up like... And that was all for white supremacy. It was not to say that, hey, you know, these guys are just great people. It's just to, to let you know, you know, we don't... We're not giving it up. And that's a fear. You know, and they're trying to make people feel inferior to them. I mean, Thomas Jefferson thought that that African Americans were the slaves were inferior. Well, I, you know, I, I do declare, Mister Ship, are, are you suggesting that the that the daughters of the Confederacy are racist <laughs> organization, sir? Oh, yeah. well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Belvedere. <laughs> I do believe that those boys that you know they want a pappy and everybody just continue to have a pork chop sandwich on. <laughs> when they want to see it. I know they did. Well, you know, it's one, one thing, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about the the strides that have been made by the protests and by Black Lives Matter and things that are going on uh, with police reform that, you know, incremental baby steps, uh, but we we are seeing some change. And one of the one of the big things that I thought, well, two things that that I think go hand in hand. Uh, this week is uh, the Alabama state legislature voting to change their flag and take the salute to the Dukes of Hazard car. No, Mississippi. Mississippi, sorry. Mississippi. Uh, sorry about that. Shouldn't be taking notes at uh, three in the morning. Mississippi. Uh, but the other thing is the Nevada Redskins. No, the Washington Redskins. That one I know. Uh, is that the, the ownership of the Washington Redskins are looking at changing the name. Which, and that's one finally the guy well the guy the founder of FedEx is a minority owner of 
Washington, and he was behind it. He told him, dude, you're going to – because he didn't want to do it. The main owner uh, didn't want to do it. Oh, but the yes, guy from man. FedEx, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, minor, the minority owners, uh, especially the guy from FedEx, said, dude, it's time. Oh, sure. Blame yeah. the minorities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Because yeah. everybody's going to say, what about us? What about us? Yeah, I mean, change is hard for old white men. It really is. Oh, my God. They do not like being told what to do or being scolded or anything. So And now you know. and now, Cops isn't going to be on TV anymore. Nothing Too much change. Huh? Nothing printed money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to uh, uh, work for the... Fox or the Fox division that made it, and I'm sure it just I, I didn't see the money, but it like that it's cheap to produce and constantly viewed and in syndication. Amazing they turned that off. But I heard on NPR or something about it, like someone did a study of it and how how skewed you know everything was on it. You know most you know 98% of traffic stops don't result in someone getting out of the vehicle but in that show they're told to get the person out of the vehicle and like the, the amount of african americans that are interacted with is so much higher than what actually happens in real life but you know i never watch it i'm not going to miss it much mm. no. what are you what no. are you reading or no, something instead of watching cops i'm reading now i don't even get to watch that much tv <laughs> One TV in this house, and I watch stuff on my computer, but only when I'm not demanded to play card games. I taught the kids blackjack just to give them another game to play. <laughs> Someone in this house has to make money. You should teach them how to count cards. I think that's like a fun they family activity. Do. They already do. The six-year-old counts cards, and the uh, and they both cheat uh, constantly. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of frustrating. That's funny. And we play bullshit, and my girlfriend wins every time. Speaking so. speaking of cheating and bullshit, I'm, I'm sure oh, you guys talk about my ex. <laughs> <laughs> you caught in cheating? Yeah? No, oh. no. I'm typically the person who I just find out. I'm like, oh, oh, was I the slice of pizza on the side? I get it. Oh, oh that's the whole pizza over there. Oh, oh, oh. I see. That's happened. So. <laughs> that's a drag i was i was actually going to talk about uh gislin maxwell but uh oh it's a, a about pizza oh, right. um so we were talking about conspiracy theories earlier in the show and you know without saying speaking for everybody or the show in particular i'm not saying that jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself but it bears looking into and I, I, I think something really interesting happened online this week uh, was the story started working the rumor mills that Maxwell's lawyer had banned Attorney General William Barr from visiting her in, in no, jail. I saw that briefly. And it's, you know, I saw it was spread like wildfire. I was apprehensive because the first place I saw it was uh, Richard Marks tweeted about it <laughs> yeah right here waiting for you uh balladeer of the uh late 80s 90s wow. yeah 80s, but, 80s. 80s. Yeah, but he's 
He's like a big anti-Trumper. If I remember oh yeah, right. no, he's a lot of fun. That's why I follow him on Twitter. You know, did, am I going to listen to his tunes? No, not my style, but on Twitter, he's very enjoyable. But then I couldn't find any, any legitimate reporting on it. About, it. about uh, Maxwell's lawyer saying that Barr tried to visit and the lawyer said no. But I was thinking about it, it's, and again, not to launch a conspiracy theory, but if you are trying to make sure that you don't wind up dead like your <laughs> old partner slash boyfriend, whatever, you know, magenta riffraff relationship they had, maybe hey, the best way to... No, but I'm, what I'm saying is maybe like the best way to keep yourself safe from any fuckery happening is to just like do a soft launch of a rumor that you know is going to like spread like wildfire because it's so salacious. And if you get the word out there that, oh, yeah, Bill Barr tried to visit. My lawyer said no. Then everybody's looking at Bill Barr and everybody's looking at you and you're fairly safe because the magnifying glasses are out. No, That's smart. No. I, I, well, she's got a lot of pictures with Trump. She does have a lot of pictures with Trump. Yeah, someone on Twitter said they've seen more pictures of her and Trump than they've seen of Trump and his 10-year-old son. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Look, when you have yeah so poor many Baron. You have so many kids with so many women. Uh, it, it's hard to lose, to keep track of them all. Which is why they're trying to kill off Tiffany. Bada-bing. <laughs> I mean, plus she's she was from the Marla Maple there, so it, that makes sense. Oh man, I remember Mar- Marla Maples did a concert with David Hasselhoff. I wish I watched. Oh that. dear lord, I'm sure that's <laughs> that's got to be on YouTube. That sounds like a fever dream. It's a, there was I just remember that back in the '90s when pay per view would run the same ads over and over and over again, <laughs> right? <laughs> And one of the ads was David Hasselhoff's music uh, uh, concert. And he was like, America, you love my me for the, for TV, but I want to share one of my other passions, uh, music. And it shows like him, you know, in a stadium in Germany or something. And he's like, and I'm bringing my friends with me, like Marla Maples trunks. So I, I guess Marla Maples uh, sang as well. Um, well, at least as well as Hasselhoff. <laughs> I, I always regret that I, I missed it. Honestly, go to German YouTube. I'm sure it's there. <laughs> the The man is revered. It's like, you know, they're, they're okay at parties, but, you know, the Germans are notorious for bad ideas. You know, um, Holocaust, <laughs> making David Hasselhoff famous for singing. It's like, I guess, great mechanical engineers, if you want to go with the stereotype. But, you know, pop, pop culture and politics. Dark is the only TV I'm watching these days. I've heard great things about it. Oh, so good. I wonder what's going on with David Hasselhoff right now. I'm Googling that. <laughs> Dark, is, Dark is so good. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Oh, he's an old man. Well, I'm sure also alcoholism will take its toll. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you remember the, the eating the cheeseburger off the floor drunk video yeah, from a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, that's, oh, that's hard to remember. You don't ever want to be that drunk. I've never been that drunk. Oh, I've been that drunk. Yeah, no comment there, but yeah. I haven't let anyone film it. <laughs> <laughs> no. My gosh, he's still performing in Germany, by the way. Got that's, money. 
That's Gallagher's true. At state fairs, Gallagher <laughs> and Gallagher bro- uh, Gallagher's brother at state fairs. Oh boy! Did they did so, they settle Gallagher and Gallagher too? Was that the I settlement? Never, I never. Wasn't he still in his material? I think so, but I think originally he would send him out as him. Yeah, I never looked up to it. It was he basically like he licensed the act when he wanted to retire, but keep making money off it. So he licensed the act yeah. to his brother, but then uh, I don't know. He didn't like what his brother was doing or something, so he tried to stop him from, you know, family. I saw it. You know, ironically, saw it. and because Rosie, I know you love Oasis so much. You know, oh, what is it oh, about? What is it about Gallagher yeah. brothers uh, feuding? Good point. Good point. You know those kid, those guys screwed when they were younger. <laughs> you know the, you know the Oasis Gallagher screwed. By the way, uh, on a si- just to, to move off that topic, <laughs> um, one one thing, one of my favorite things about the Fourth of July, in general, is is local news footage of like fireworks safety. You know, where they'll like oh. jam a, an M80 into a cantaloupe and blow it up as an example <laughs> of why you shouldn't hold M80s. Um, right. And I, I haven't like scanned the interwebs as much as I probably should if I wanted to see something. But I was kind of hoping for like the new for the 2020 safety footage, they would have like PPE on the, on the fruits and, and mannequins they were blowing up. Oh, that would be cute. Like, how awesome would that be? Like, blow up a, a cantaloupe with a face mask on. Not an N95. Not the good one. Save those for the doctors. But, you know, one of those cheap-ass ones that you get from China on Amazon that probably doesn't work, but it makes you feel better. <laughs> on a old comics-related uh, note, I saw an ad yesterday that uh, Steve Sweeney is teaching comedy classes online. Huh. Like, that's the toll that the, the epidemic has taken, that... You know who Steve Sweeney is? He's this old Bostonian comic, this Irish guy. He's funny, but it's like you want to be taught comedy by your really crusty 70-year-old uncle. (laughs) Well, you know, he's been in the trenches. He knows a thing or two. He has been in the trenches. He has been in the trenches. He doesn't look good, but he's probably really old. Um Speaking of in the trenches, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. You know, we've, we've talked about branding a lot on this show because I used to, you know, do advertising stuff and marketing. And one of the things that, that kind of popped this week was even though it wasn't practiced at, at the Rushmore uh, fiasco, Trump is starting to steer the ship towards being pro-mask. <laughs> Which I well, that's good. I I think it's interesting. I think this like plays back into the you know the doomsayers predicting you know the the apocalypse and everything. And when they're wrong, what do you do? Like after months of of masks are for pussies, mask a mask is a sign that you're against me as president. After all that, masks are okay. I think it makes me look like the Lone Ranger. And as I as yeah. I posited on the Facebook, what do you think was more humiliating for for Anthony Fauci this week, convincing Melania to tell Trump that masks look sexy like Lone Ranger, or explaining to her that Ivanka already said no? 
right? Well, people were saying he doesn't want people to know that he's wearing makeup. But if you were, if he could ever admit to anything, he could just get out in front of it and be like, "Yeah, I wear makeup for the cameras, and the mask messes it up." But now I'm wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. Like it's that easy. Well, Joe Scarborough has been saying that for the longest. I mean, they've been talking about him just, dude, you're, you're killing yourself. They tell me, oh, Biden says it. Biden doesn't have to say a fucking word. Just let this guy speak. Yeah. Just let him speak. Because he's, like you said, the simple mass, simple stuff. He could get he could get through all of this with simple things, but he won't do it. He's that vain, and he will not allow himself to be a certain way. And the fact that I got to let someone talk me into something, that tells you how sick our society is, that this idiot, that we follow a president so much that because he won't wear a mask, I won't wear one. I won't listen to a doctor. I'm going to listen to all the guys around me that are drinking beer and whatnot. And now you'd say, oh, man, people are dying. No shit. Yeah, I, I guess I, I should wear a mask. No, too I'm, late now. I'm, it's it's four years into this idiocy that I, if you get if you get the Rona from going to a Trump rally, I can't I can't have sympathy for you. No, right? If you if you get it, I know it's it's somewhat inhuman of me, but inhuman. No, but if you I, get no, it, I don't think so. Exactly what you're told not to do. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, it's even if you, no Rahman in us. I have no Rahman in us. What, what do you, what did you learn as a child from, from Willy Wonka? You know, it's like this, this is the whole idea. I think that they are forgetting. Maybe that's what we need. You know, Trump already has the orange tint, like do Oompa <laughs> Loompa videos about what happens when you don't wear a mask. Oh, that is a good idea. I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> you can write it down like little mini trumps you can animate it just pretty quickly i don't know animation but i don't know i my whole hope right now I, it was really bad like i on monday whenever i thought i i thought the end of june they were going to come out with this taxes ruling and i was i couldn't sleep mm. so i left to hope for uh <laughs> Right. Well, and I, I was going to say there, there is so much more we, we could be talking about, but I, I think that seems like a, a good point to end the show. So I do want to thank you guys for joining me today. Cat Alvarado, always a pleasure to have you on. Should you so desire, uh, where can people catch up with what you've got going on on the interwebs these days? You can follow me on TikTok if you're inclined to share your information with the Chinese government at Cat <laughs> Alvarado Comedy. You can also follow me on Instagram or Twitter at the Cat Alvarado. That's C A T A L V A R A D O. Awesome. Well, thank you for for being with us today and uh, have a happy July 4th. Thanks. You too. Enjoy. You too. David, Rosie Rosenberg, thank you so much, sir, for being with us. Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Should you so desire, where can people catch up with what you've got going on on the interwebs? I am on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Rosie Pigs on both at and it's R-O-S-I-E-P-I-G-S. And now on Instagram, I, I do an unboxing video of my CSA box every two weeks uh, <laughs> with uh, dogs and children screaming in the background. And I still mostly use Twitter to troll QAnons, but if you want, you can uh, you can watch that. 
right on. Well, it yeah. is, you know, it's better than UFC and and cheaper and occasionally more brutal. So uh gets my vote. Thank you so much for being with us, Rosie. You're uh, welcome. Time and ship, thank you as always for joining us. Should you so desire, where can people keep up with what you've got going on on the interwebs? I am a lineman for the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had that Glenn Campbell thing in my head. Uh, time and ship at Twitter, time and ship at Facebook, time and ship at Instagram, and you can get my book by East St. Louis on the Amazon.com as well as my comedy CD, Universal Brothers, also on iTunes and Spotify. Awesome. Well, uh, folks, be sure to check all that out. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the Facebook at Dr. David Robinson. On the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that you can find us on the socials on Facebook. We are Let's Be Treasonable, all spelled out. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, want to thank you for listening. If you like the show, please tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platform where you're listening and even on some of the platforms where you're not. If you didn't like it, that's fine. Keep it to yourself. We won't mind. You don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone. Capiche? Thank you so much. We will be back next week with hopefully a better country and another fantastic (laughs) episode of Let's Be Treasonable. Until then, goodbye. goodbye.